Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef? It's a podcast about Top Chef, and that's a broadcast. It's on TV. Welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. I'm your host Jamal. With me, as always, my co-host Reeves. Say what's up. What's up, everyone? Happy holidays. As we'll hear a lot in the episode we review, we say it every five minutes. And we uh, we uh, cannot be specific on which holiday because the lawyers. Right. But yep. happy holidays to whichever holiday you take part in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, and the person you just heard because he wouldn't wait for me to introduce him, Brian's here. Third mic. Ho ho ho! Happy oh, holidays. That's too specific. That's <laughs> too specific. Who knows what that is? That's... You guys would say ho 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 for any other holidays? Only Kwanzaa. Well, see, I could. Yeah, yeah. I was being pretty obvious that it was Kwanzaa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're we always doing know. black stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm in trouble because I mentioned Kwanzaa. And so if you say it five times, Candyman shows up. It's just so, yeah, it just happens. Yeah. So he says good enough. Close yeah, enough. <laughs> yeah. He looks at you in the mirror and is like, come on, man. He brings the canara and everything. Um uh, yeah, welcome to uh season four, episode eighteen of Pod Chef. We're gonna be talking about season three, episode eighteen. Of Top Chef, you know, it's a holiday special, guys. Mm-hmm. It's a holiday special. And we're not going to say, what, again, we're not going to say what holiday. We can't say what holiday. Nope. Yeah. Um, no, can't. But you know what isn't a holiday? When we kind of veer off and we kind of talk about Hollywood. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not a holiday. Ho- Hollywood is work. Hollywood is real. I mean, obviously, you know, we're all writers in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. We've taken to the writer's room a number of times on the show. We've mm-hmm. shown you scripts. We we read scripts from Tom. I don't know if we have another script from Tom or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hollywood isn't a holiday. Don't get that confused. It doesn't say on the Hollywood Hills, Holly Day. It says Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It and does. Wood, and one, time, one time it said Hollyweed. Oh, yes, yeah. one time it said Hollyweed. Some people call it Holly Weird. Mm, I've heard mm-hmm. that too. But I've not heard it called Holly Day. So let's not start that because it's not a holiday out there. Nope. No. We're all working hard. It's not a vacation. We don't like leaving our wives and having to really put our noses to the grindstone. No, I hate that. But sometimes we have to do things that we get from Tom Colicchio that are straight from Holly Weird. And I think we have another one of those things today, don't we? I I don't know how this happened, but he sent me pages. Okay, wow. so now you know he's desperate. Because he's sending third mic pages. When he was sending them, he was hand-delivering them to me. I mean, as he should. I'm the host. Mm-hmm. And then he was sending them to Reeves. Yeah, I got all And now I assume, I assume he like attached it to a crow and it flew and dropped it off somewhere around your house in west orange new jersey there was a a a a person dressed as a bird came and gave it to me and he said he said there's a song that i'm supposed to do and i said please don't do the song and Mm. he did the song but then also gave me the pages what was the song the song was hello how are you i'm a bird can't you see here's a gift from your friend tommy c Mm -hmm. and they did like this weird little dance um and it was like a tiktok dance and he told okay. me, like, this is a, he said, this is a TikTok dance. And he's he said doing the TikTok dance. Cluck, cluck dance. Cool, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. And he gave me the pages, and then I had to tip him. I tipped oh, him. Oh, you tipped. Okay, let's, you how much did tip. you tip? Let's let's coordinate this tip. If we well, all the got issue these pages... is I didn't know how much Tom had paid for this, so I didn't know what 20% was. Right. That was the issue. That makes it hard. So how much yeah, did you give him? I gave him a hundred bucks. Oh, too much. That's that way too much. Like, that's, that's too much. Way too that's much. Way too you much. don't think Tom paid a thousand dollars? Two thousand dollars. Okay, so now we perfect. know what kind of tip perfect. you give, what yeah. percentage. Okay, that's, well, that's perfect. That's perfect. Different than what most people do, but interesting. That's perfect. Brian um, thinks that twenty percent of a thousand dollars is a hundred dollars. I was on the spot, uh-huh. and. Uh-huh. I'm also dumb. That's okay. not true. 
I'm blue collar. I'm blue collar through and through, salt of the earth. Well, you're the people's champ. That's what people have told me to listen to the podcast. They say Brian is for the people. He speaks for the people. He's Mm -hmm. the people's champ. Mm -hmm. I don't talk down to others like Jamal and Reeves do. We do. I'm one of you. Mm -hmm. I am your fat family member. Think about (laughs) as most of of them are in America. Yeah. Think of Brian. If you if we want to do this in Top Chef terms, I'm kind of like you know a seared scallop. Reeves is kind of like a beautiful duck breast. Mm. And Brian is a chicken thigh. Yes. I'll take that. Chicken thigh. And what we know a lot well, about chicken. Yeah, and we Top know Chef about chicken world. and Top yeah. Chef. It's not liked. Don't cook it. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit of an old rooster. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you are. You're an old rooster. So let's get into these pages. Okay. Oh. Reese? Can you not hear me? No, you saying something? No. Oh, I thought someone said something. Okay, so I'm the host, and I can can see when my, I know when my co-host has something to say, so I leave space for that, and I didn't, so you should have just kept going there. Okay, all right. Here we go. So... These aren't numbered. And we've been giving the page numbers. These aren't numbered. It just says the end of Got the it. script. He's Whoa. So okay. The it end. says the end of the script. It says, he must have lost shit. his mind at this point in the script. Yeah. Well, the the top says, like, whatever happens, this is the end. So oh, okay. he might have written this part first. Okay. It kind of seems like. And he was, like, writing backwards to this. This is like mm-hmm. a backwards herald. Yeah. A backwards that was herald. My... Literally. <laughs> yeah, is this like a. That's where my head went to. <laughs> backwards Harold. He started or... writing at the end. He started writing third beat and said, I'll work backwards. Yeah. yeah. Or like a mystery novel where you start yeah. with the ending yeah. and work your yeah. way back. And then yeah. it's like two years earlier. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he didn't give me any music. Uh, the notes just say like, make it easy on you. Is what it said. So. Okay. So. Uh, um, all right. Here we go. <laughs> Do we have any parts? Uh, no, no, I'll just read it because I don't, uh, I don't know. It doesn't, he didn't say to give it to you guys. He just said, uh, mm. read this. Selfish. Just read Selfish. It. Okay. Selfish. Selfish. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Uh, okay. Exterior, New York City, the Lower East Side, 1975. Hmm. Group of young, dirty children play stickball in the <laughs> middle of a bustling fuck? city street. <laughs> what? Hold on. 1975? Yeah, 1975. How yeah. the fuck did we get to 1975? I'm just reading it. This is my first time reading it, too. And this is the end of the movie. This is the okay. End of the movie. Okay. Well, sometimes this happens in movies, oh. like epics. At the very end, yeah. it kind of cuts back to the very beginning of someone's life. Maybe it's what it is. Maybe it's what it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. bookend right. thing. So let's let's so, see. So, I'm yeah. so sorry for interrupting. Yeah, it probably dirty, will happen again. But keep going. Dirty. A group children. of young, dirty children play stickball mm-hmm. in the middle of a bustling city street. Women hang wet clothes on lines between apartment buildings as they yell in Italian to each other. The fire hydrant has been opened so that the little kids can play in the spraying water. And an old man pushes a hot dog cart. Are you also, putting Italian music for this? I I can. And as a reminder, this is 1975. Yep, mm-hmm. 1975. It is not any earlier than that. It's 1975. Yeah, on and the I dot. think and I think this part next part helps. It says also hookers and pimps are on every corner. That really puts <laughs> you there. 1975. Yeah. Okay. New York City. Uh, a 13-year-old Tommy Calicchio stands on an old shoe they've designated as the pitcher's mound. His shoulder-length blonde hair blows softly beneath a tattered Yankees cap. Wow. <laughs> he peers towards the catcher who flashes one finger. Tommy shakes his head no. He flashes two fingers. Tommy shakes his head no. Doesn't want to change up, okay? He flashes three fingers. Tommy smirks a sly smile. Oh, he boy. spits into his hand and massages the ball in his glove. Takes a step back into his windup and lets go of the meanest curveball you've ever seen. The thing seems to switch directions at least three times before the batter takes a pathetic swing and doesn't even come close to the ball. Now, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. But this sounds more like a screwball than a curveball. I don't know. This is is what he wrote. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, usually the curveball has like one change of direction from either high to low or low to to high. You said there's multiple changes here. This sounds like a screwball to me. These are also kids, so maybe they don't know. I think kids have. Well, he knew well enough to shake off a fastball and a (laughs) changeup. And go with number three. But what we do know about the kids is they're very dirty. So <laughs> maybe that true. also means they're dumb, too. Yeah, yeah. you have to take that yeah. inspiration. Yeah, That's they, true. They don't know the differences. All right. Keep going. Uh, okay. 
Uh, this is from the batter. Whoa, Tommy, that's one mean curve you got there. Okay, Tommy so chuckles to black him. kids. That's good. <laughs> Tommy that's chuckles good. to himself. You didn't think it'd be that easy, did you? <laughs> As everyone busts up in laughter, Tommy notices they're being watched by a pair of eyes behind a car. Tommy squints to see who it is. Tommy, hey kid, what are you doing over there? Upon being spotted, the young boy comes out from behind the car. He's dressed like the guitarist from ACDC. <laughs> Tommy, why are you spying, us, spying on us over there, kid? The young boy meekly speaks up. I ain't from around here. Didn't want to ruffle any feathers with me presents. Okay. Everyone except for Tommy. Everyone except for Tommy giggles at the boy. This is the catcher. Listen to him. He sounds like a Brit. Everyone holds... <laughs> Everyone holds oh, up man. the pinkies and pretends to sit tea while laughing at the boy. The young boy turns to leave, but Tommy chases after him. He catches up to him immediately because he's a very athletic child and mm-hmm. puts his arm around him. Hey, nice. don't worry about them. What's your name? The young boy sniffles. Craig. Danny Craig. Tommy. Nice to meet you, Danny. I'm Tommy. Not yeah. from here, huh? Danny. That's right. Me family just moved here from London. <laughs> Tommy. Well, Danny, I think this calls for a good old American celebration. Tommy puts two fingers in his mouth, whistles, and gestures to the old man pushing the hot dog cart. Hot dog vendor sees him and nervously makes his way over to Tommy. Uh-huh. Hot dog vendor. Uh, hey. Hey, Tommy. How's it going? Tommy. Two hot dogs, please. And make them Tommy's way. Hot dog vendor takes a deep breath before unlocking a hidden compartment in his car, revealing a stainless steel table full of ingredients. Okay. He frantically shucks a dozen oysters, then flays a whole sea bass. Oh, he tosses shit. the oysters and sea bass into a food grinder. He delicately <laughs> slips an empty casing over the spout and grinds the meat. Wow. He throws the sausages onto a pan, scorching the outside, but being sure to leave the contents slightly cooked. Yeah. Throws them on two buns with sunchokes and mustard and fennel seed white wine reduction. He hands them to the boys, and Tommy tosses the vendor a nickel. So so cheap he tipped. Hey, I just want to say he tipped appropriately. That's what <laughs> we needed. Wow. Okay. For yeah. 1970, a nickel is a big tip. <laughs> That's a big tip. Uh, this is Danny. So fix is an American hot dog. Tommy, as American as apple tart tatine. <laughs> apple tart. The most tatine. American thing <laughs> yeah. you can have. That is the most American dessert. Yeah. Danny. <laughs> Danny takes a huge bite. Tommy takes a nibble before tossing it aside. Tommy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, all that work. <laughs> and he's he's been doing it for a young age. He's been eating the way we see him eat on the show. That's he really nice. is. Uh, this is Tommy. Now, want to play stickball? Danny. Stickball? Is that what you blokes been doing? Tommy. It's easy. Come on. I like that uh, Danny's voice is kind of... Changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's like going a, to a diff- yeah, he's like a <laughs> different part of London sure. now. Yeah, yeah, it's like South London now. They head over to the gang. Tommy. All right, fellas, we got a new player. Everyone meet Danny. He's cool. A tiny voice is heard from a window above the gang. Tiny voice. I thought you said you didn't need any more players. Tommy looks up to see a young Indian girl pouting on her window. We didn't, but now we do. Sorry, Padma. Maybe next time. The whole gang laughs and Padma closes her window in anger. Tommy. <laughs> All right, Danny, you go out there and right field. You can take my glove. All you have to do is if the ball comes to you, catch it. Got mm-hmm. it? Danny. I guess. Danny runs to left field first. An extraterrestrial dressed in a woman's dress and hat points for him to go to the other side of the field. Danny. Thanks. <laughs> Back at home plate, Tommy's up to bat. All right, Danny. Look alive. The pitcher touches the first pitch. Tommy crushes it. It's a screaming dinger towards right field. Danny follows it back, back, back. He jumps for it, but misses as it goes over a building. Danny can see it went into the alley behind the building. Danny, don't worry, I've got, I'll get it. As Danny makes his way into the alley, everyone screams, no! no. And they run towards him. Tommy is the fastest one, of course, but he can't get there before Danny enters the alley. Danny picks up the ball. Look, guys, I got it. Danny turns to leave, but behind him hears the growl of something big. Something really big. He turns to look at it, but before he gets but before he can, he's dragged out of the alley. Tommy, whoa, whoa, whoa! You never go in that alley. You trying to get killed? Danny, what what was that? Tommy, that was the beast. 
Last kid that went into this alley never came back. Danny, that was close. Thank you, Tommy. You saved my life. I owe you one. The words I owe you one echo as you fade back into the present. Interior, Padma's White House, night. <laughs> Ken, Ken and Dale hold Tom's arms while Padma has a gun pointed directly at his forehead. Daniel Craig is being restrained by Gale, his crotch covered in dried blood. Daniel Craig. Padma! You don't have to do this. Padma. Shut up, Daniel Craig. We both know you don't have the balls to do anything. <laughs> Daniel Craig looks down at his crotch. Padma. Now, where was I? Oh, right. She cocks the gun. Tom, please pack your knives. And Gale screams. Daniel Craig has managed to bite her. And if you remember from the hot dog, he takes huge bites. <laughs> Gale lets go of Daniel. Daniel darts towards Padma as she pulls the trigger to shoot Tom. But before she can, Daniel jumps in front of the gun. Bang! Daniel falls to the ground. Tommy. No! Danny! You didn't have to do that! Danny lies on the floor in a pool of his own blood. Daniel Craig. I heard you want Thank you for making me feel like a real American. Tom's eyes well up with tears, but he doesn't cry. He's too brave. Tom, as American as apple tart tea. <laughs> Daniel Craig dies. <laughs> oh, no. oh well. Now it's your turn, Tom. She lifts the gun to Tom's head, but then all the lights go out. Padma, somebody get the lights! Get the lights! Get the lights! And lights come back on. Malachi Black is standing in front of Padma. Oh, shit. She screams. <laughs> the lights go out again. When they come back, every black contestant from Top Chef is in the room. Oh, Malachi sad. Black. House of Black. Attack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> black attack. <laughs> A massive brawl breaks out. But Padma's able to sneak out. Tom sees her leave and he follows her. Exterior, White House roof night. It's pouring rain. Padma runs towards a running helicopter on the roof of the White House. Tom runs on the roof and sees Padma getting in. He looks around on the ground and finds a rock. He picks it up, shakes his head twice, and spits in his hand before throwing the rock. It whizzes past Padma. She laughs, but then it curves around the chopper and smashes her in the face. Oh no, wow. <laughs> He reaches her, and they have a fucking awesome fist fight, exchanging punches that would kill anyone else. It goes on for like five minutes before finally Jeez. Padma is knocked off the side of the White House. She manages to hang on. Tom stands above her. Padma, Tom, help me. I can make you rich. I can make you powerful. I can make you top chef. Tom, Padma, pack your knives and go to hell. He stops her hands yeah. and she falls yeah. to her death. Nice. <laughs> sure, sure. And then it says, the end. Question mark? <laughs> Exterior. <laughs> Hawaii. Day. <laughs> Tom sits on a beach sipping a fruity drink. Two beautiful women on each side of him. They are approached by a waiter. The waiter. Will that be all, sir? Tom lowers his glasses. Tom. Actually... I'm just getting started. Yeah. Heavy metal music plays. <laughs> <that's the end>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's the DX music. That feels like a good ending to me. I feel like it's it, it works with the rest of the script. Yeah. I would maybe make an argument that some of the scripts in the middle seemed a little confused with the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe it would be a more appropriate for like a mini-series or something. But this one kind of ties the world together. Yeah. So I I, I did like that. This was good. Some emotional is... moments, not really yeah, going for I mean, like we, a ton of we laughs got, in that one. We got the uh, backstory of uh, Danny Craig. We know why mm-hmm. Daniel Craig's in the movie now, at yeah, least. Now yes. I know why, yeah. Yes. Which was important. You just have to get to the end of the more than a thousand pages of yeah, the then movie. It, to then get it makes to, sense. Then yeah. it makes sense. So if you can, if you have the time to sit and wait for that long of a movie and watch it, it's gonna have a payoff. That's gonna be payoff. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And remember, like we don't even know what happened to like Tom's powers that he had in the beginning of the movie, Matrix-like powers. Mm-hmm. That's right. He was being tortured. So mm-hmm. yeah, he was also Maybe. in Thailand. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was happening. Don't know really like what's going on in the world. Yeah. Why yeah, yeah. Padma wants him dead and why you can't cook. Yeah. 
Weird there were no Cuisinbots uh, in this final scene either. Maybe they're all yeah. dead. Maybe yeah, they all destroyed, been... maybe. Yeah, it seems like they're only used sometimes throughout <laughs> the movie. Yeah. I did see a script. Uh, I'll say this. Tom did send me a script that did. Oh. It was labeled The Death of Cyberdyne. So I think okay. the Cuisinbots, they, at some point in time, Tom and Daniel Craig go to Cyberdyne, which is spelled cyber and then dine like you were dining Eat. for food. I see. Mm-hmm. I see. And that's literally where they make the Cuisinbots, so mm-hmm. they kill them all. Yeah, and they cool destroy scene. them all. Yeah. Wow. Well, I guess all that's right. the end of the movie. I guess that's we the don't, end of the movie. We're, we're not going to get any more scripts or no more like scripts. Um, uh, I'm sure there's someone there who's like, "Thank God, we don't have to go through this anymore. Yeah. No, more, yeah. no more movies." And that person left us a review, and uh, <laughs> I guess that's the most we should talk about it. Uh, <laughs> I think. Listen. <laughs> I have asked, I don't even know how long ago it was at this point, for reviews of criticism, constructive criticism. And you know what? We got it. We finally got it. I will say that your criticism is valid. (laughs) It's something that I have not heard, not just from this review, but from other people. (laughs) This exact request of putting a timestamp of when the actual review starts. And I'll say we're going to start doing it. Fair review. Perfectly fair. Why would you want to miss all this gold in the beginning? <laughs> this is my favorite part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the review. I'm here for the scripts, what we eat with the report cards. I want to know what Jamal ate for dinner. Yeah. 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 I am fascinated by, if you are a person that is consistently listening to this podcast and the review part is the part that you like the most and you are not a friend or family <laughs> member of ours. <laughs> Yeah. I am very interested in what what you like about that. <laughs> so write in, yeah. let us know, and we'll do yeah. more of it. And if you don't yeah. like things, we'll change it. Yeah. This podcast will literally <laughs> change based on all the reviews. So we'll do anything. Yeah. We'll do anything. That's but that's we won't stop demo. doing what we're doing. Right. We'll do different things. We'll add more things. Mm-hmm. We won't stop doing the things that we're doing. No, those I'll have tell to you stay. what else we won't stop. We won't stop until we die. So the next mm-hmm. segment is Chefs I Prepared for You, and this is a segment we always do in every show. This is where we talk about what we had for dinner last night and only last night, Brian, as if we're presenting and we present as if we're presenting to the judges on Top Chef. I'll go first. Chefs I Prepared for You, a little lemon thyme sous vide chicken breast with sautéed sweet potatoes and mixed veggies. Mm-hmm. That sounds tasty. I, I've been sous vide a lot this uh past week it's just it's just out and now i'm just sous vide everything tomorrow i've got a big ribeye to sous vide it's been it's been sitting with rosemary and olive oil and salt and pepper on it for a long time and now it's just ready to sous vide wow and when you made this did you say it's lemon time Mm. you did it it's lemon time. It's lemon time. I did. It's lemon when I, time. When the dinner was ready, I said, it's lemon time. It's lemon okay. time. Yeah. And then I called someone named Clementine. Oh, okay. And she said, Clementine, it's lemon it's time. It's lemon time. Yeah. And she said, please. And then I called me. Don Lemon. I said, Clementine, it's lemon time. Let me call Don Lemon Lime. Mm, lemon <laughs> You wanted to call the Don Lemon Line, which is his The most, Don Lemon Line. Which yeah. Is, yeah. What did you call it? And he, and he, and he roasts you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What a night you had. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of calls, too. Yeah. 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 Don nice. Don Lemon was uh, a bad call. I shouldn't have called He might him. be dead. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Did he answer? You're thinking of Don be. Rickles, I think. I am thinking of Don Rickles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am. So, let's, who is Don All Don's Don Don look alike. Yeah. Who's Don Lemon? Don, you don't know who Don Lemon is? Yeah, this is, the, this is not going to look good for you guys when you have this conversation with your oh, wives. Oh, he's later. black. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to be a good conversation for you and your now. wives later. No, I, I know who he is, is actually. I, yeah. Yeah. I, was, I yeah. was doing a funny joke. So good luck with that conversation <laughs> later with your wives. Um, Why is my wife going to care? Because uh, unlike you, she cares about black people. <laughs> That's why. I so. also care. So I guess we can go on to you guys. What did you guys have for dinner? Some uh, southern chicken. <laughs> Chef, old chicken roost. Would you? I prepared for you creamy butternut squash pasta with sage and walnuts. Mm. I don't know if I've prepared that on this podcast before. Creamy butternut squash pasta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you roast the butternut squash in the oven, and then you mm-hmm. 
you process it in the food processor and then you uh-huh. just mix it in with uh with your pusta. And you put mm. a little sage and uh walnut oh. mixture that you saute ahead of time, put that on top. Nice. It is okay. <laughs> so I have a question. Mm-hmm. When you say creamy, go. is it like when Sandy said that this is a little peek into the episode we watched today? Is it like when Sandy said that her soup was super creamy and everyone's like, This is water? Mm-hmm. Just the opposite. Yeah. Like when 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 you say creamy, do you mean watery? I, so the the type of cream that was used was chicken stock. So in a way, yes, it is more yeah. like water. <laughs> the type of yeah. water that you yeah. mix with the butternut squash to supposedly make something creamy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm like Sandy, fake cream. Hey, that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's good. All right, Brian. Uh, chefs, last night I prepared for you a three-course meal. First course. Lie. This is a lie. This <laughs> is a lie because Brian was playing video games last night and his wife was cooking. And I know that for a fact. Because I was messaging him and he was online <laughs> playing a video game and said, Truth. Carrie is cooking. <laughs> and so I only have an hour because when she's done cooking, nope. I got to eat. Pear and radicchio gorgonzola <laughs> walnut salad. You did not make anything. Diverse scallops. Mm. Um, <laughs> cooked. They were cooked diver scallops. They were cooked. Wow. They were cooked. Yeah, we cooked them. Um, and, we. Then the, and then the main course, of course, was uh, is meat. It was a big uh, is pork chop, pork shoulder, pork mm-hmm. shoulder. Uh, on is big pork on uh, on a baguette. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> and that's the truth. Wow. All right. Carrie sounds like she made quite a meal. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. lot of work. Um, mm-hmm. Probably well, have been made faster if she had help. Any questions? Any? Que- I'll 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 take questions. Yeah. How did you prepare the fan. pork shoulder? Oh, in the oven. <laughs> That's how you prepared it. Just in the oven. Just oh, in the oven. I, That's I prepared, how you cooked it. Yeah, how did you okay. prepare it? Okay, so I prepared it, uh, and I let everyone know that I was going to cook it, and then I put okay. it in the oven. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, that's fair. That's a way to prepare. Uh-huh. You know, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it was just on a baguette. Yeah. You did you did you like I guess I, I'm trying to get around the whole how did you prepare it sure <laughs> question, yeah. but we've already answered that. <laughs> well, I Let's guess there so was the baguette. Did you do anything to the baguette? Was it toasted? Was it uh, I cut it. Okay. I cut okay. the baguette. So it just wasn't uh, on like a I whole... cut it short ways, okay. not long ways. Okay. And um and then it, there was like juice from the pork shoulder mm-hmm. that went that went on the baguette. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm cooking, y'all. I'm a real chef now. You guys inspired yeah. me to be a real chef. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I had dessert too. I didn't tell you about that. What'd you oh, have? What's in the did you make it or did you procure it? No, I made it. What'd you make? What'd you make? Um. Uh. Uh, so like, uh, so, you know how you can, such a you, you can, <laughs> no, no, this has really happened. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fucking tell us what you had for dessert. If you had dessert, better be good. Better be good. You know how, like, in your, you eat dessert, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. it's cold. It's cold. Sometimes, cold. sure. Yeah. This Sometimes, one, this, this one yeah. was. The, Half the time it is. This one was. And then the other part of it was warm, and then it went together, and it was a, a brownie with ice cream on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Got it. All right. So yeah. that's what Brian had last night. Um, four course meal. Four course meal. Four course meal. Mm-hmm. I don't consider the, the, the dessert to be a course. You don't. You no. don't? No. Okay. okay. Got it. All right, so uh, I had the best meal out of the three. You guys, look at it that. It kind of you did, and it kind of sounds like that meal yeah. would have been something special for a holiday or a holiday special. We'll be right back after this break. Ooh, Ooh smooth pot chap. And we're back, season three, episode eighteen of Top Chef. Season four, episode eighteen of Pod Chef Holiday Special. Press play. This uh, Brian, go ahead and tell them what the um, the timestamp is right now for 
Oh, so I'm gonna have listening. to like cut. There's a stuff at the beginning. Uh, well, okay, <laughs> we're about we're right at 30 minutes. Yeah, which so is just, about what the review what, said. I think. I think. The so if you've said been listening minutes. for 30 minutes, just fast forward 30 minutes and you'll be here. Yeah, I would look. Here's a safe bet. Assume it's 30 minutes. <laughs> Jump 30 minutes into the episode, and I can bet you're either right at the you're, beginning or you haven't missed much. You haven't of missed the much. review. That's it's probably me finishing either an ad read or me being like, "This is what we're doing." Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, it's a holiday special, and we've got some contestants coming back, and I don't want to mess it up, so I'm gonna let Padma introduce everyone. Welcome to the Top Chef Holiday Special. Eight of our most beloved chefs have come together for a seasonal smackdown. (laughs) Stepping back into the kitchen are season three chefs, CJ. Is this the entire clip? Sandy. No. I didn't do a barbecue dish. And Trey. Once they see the guns, they're going to get back to Uh, it. What is the issue with doing an intro? This clip is so long. How long is it? Like the entire intro, <laughs> they name every person. And Marcel, you say my food lacks salt and pepper, and I'm like, yo, man, whatever. And representing season one are Tiffany, you're a snake, and Steven. Oh, you will not succeed, and you will fail horribly. Will there be goodwill toward all? Or with twenty thousand dollars at stake, will it be a holiday from hell? Literally a minute perfect. So I understand why you wouldn't play that clip fully. What what's a, what's the harm of the minute intro clip? Unnecessary. That's unnecessary. You just told us. You could have just said you could have said Steven, Marcel, it knocked it out in ten seconds. But I can't do it justice the way Padma can. That's true. And you know, in case Brian does decide to cut this, I'll just let you know that they play definitely all the best moments that any of the contestants <laughs> have. You hear Trey yeah. laughing, you hear Marcel <laughs> rapping, you hear someone saying terrible things to Tiffany. Yep. So you, you get the best of them in those moments. But also, it's a big deal. SmackDown again. Yeah. What is yeah. with them and saying SmackDown? They're obsessed with it. <laughs> it's such a tie-in with wrestling. Mm-hmm. Steven and Marcel have a, the least awkward greeting ever where they clink glasses and just say hello and stand there and look at each other. That yeah. was interesting. And then uh, my boy Trey Bake is back. Finally, you know they had to do this with a bald guy. You know <laughs> they had to bring a bald guy back. So Trey Bake's back. He's looking for revenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where it gets kind of – I just want to jump into it. This is where it gets kind of racial because they play what I know to be called white elephant. Instead of gift exchange, it was ingredient exchange. And do you guys call it white elephant? Or do you just call it elephant? Um, I think I've heard it as white elephant. Okay. I think and I is... also call it white elephant, but they okay. didn't say white elephant. Okay, here's my thing. Is there a black elephant gift exchange? Mm, not that I know of or have yeah. been invited to. Okay. Same. So it's no one's been invited to a black elephant gift exchange. So that's an idea. Have you? This. No, I have not. And mm-hmm. I'm going to try host make one? it. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to I'm gonna figure that out and make it my own thing. What are the rules do it now? Idea. We're going to enter the game room. Okay. Make the rules now. Yeah, we're in the game room. <laughs> Welcome to the game room. Um, okay, All right. There's so. no dead bodies in here. I'm looking. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say we should first look around to make sure the game room is clean. Okay. And nothing bad has happened in the game. Right? I don't see any dead bodies. I don't see okay. anything either. I think it's fine. Okay. Now that that's done. Uh, black elephant gift exchange. <sighs> um, okay. I, I think... didn't want to bring this up, but it yeah. looks like there is. I mean, maybe it's a possum or it's just a very, very large rat. Oh, mm-hmm. In the corner. I mean, I it looks to be dead, but it's mm-hmm. been in a maze for maybe a long time. Let's not so, worry about the rat from Rat Trap. All okay. Right? That's probably what that is. Let's not worry about that. Let's not worry about the rat that was working on Rat Trap and trapped itself mm-hmm. and died. Let's think about Black Elephant Gift Exchange. So in my mind, immediately, uh, you know, White Elephant Gift Exchange is bad gifts. So what if Black Elephant Gift Exchange was actually good gifts and this shit was really brutal like people were getting macbook pros and like iphones and cars maybe 
I don't okay, think I understand you... how white elephant works then, because I thought some of their stuff was supposed to be good. Yeah. There was well, a mixture of good and bad. Well, yeah, in yeah. the show, because they're doing an ingredient exchange. Right. But normally, it's like a $10 limit on a gift for a oh, white elephant gift exchange. So it's so always black elephant. Stuff. It's it's like no, no limit. limit. It's almost like black market. Oh, oh gosh. And I don't want to bring this up, and I'm sorry that I am, but it does look like there is a man laying on a table who's got a bunch of ins open incisions on his body. Right, let's get out of here. Let's get and... out of here. Okay, we gotta get out. Okay, we gotta okay. get out. That's, that's okay. the guy. That's the guy from that game that buzzes you all the time. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. Ben's... Okay. We can't be in the game room. Yeah, and maybe not in the writer's room ever again. It's yeah, scary. Not in the yeah. room. Why is the writer's room right next door to the game room? I, that's just the way that we asked them to do it. I mean, I don't think we knew what we were doing when we when we instructed them on how to build the house that we do things in. Mm-hmm. in the room uh, house. Yeah, we were at the room mm-hmm. house, and they said, mm-hmm. where do you want the writer's room? We said, right there. They said, where do you want the game room? We said, I don't know, right there? Put well, it I don't next know, to right it. next to it? I don't know. Make it easy. Who cares? What you're the doing? fucking builder. Yeah, you're you're supposed to be doing the interior design. Yeah. I'm nobody. I have a white thing. elephant gift exchange story. Okay. Uh, one time, this is like <sighs> nine years ago, I was doing White Elephant Gift Exchange and I picked up a gift and I got a very terrible, crappy scarf that was hand-knit by someone. It was like a family get-together White Elephant Gift Exchange. And I got a very crappy uh, scarf that was hand-knit. And I was so upset <laughs> because everyone else had like gift cards in there and like Actual useful stuff. Like people were like putting in like $50 gift cards and stuff. And I was like, what, what, what is this? What is this hand knit scarf? So I held on to that scarf for an entire year. I held on to the same box for the entire year. I then rewrapped the scarf in the box and returned it to the table from once it came the following year at the White Elephant Gifts Exchange. And the same person who made said scarf opened up that gift. Oh, so you got taught a lesson by karma. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't open it. She opened it. Right. And she I saw visibly on her face be like, wait a minute, isn't this my Scott? How and did she I, play it? She played it like she wanted, but someone else uh traded for the scarf for her. Mm. Someone wanted that scarf. And I was Your like, My hands are clean. My hands are clean. Yeah. I made out with a gift card that year. I think that's but I was how like, money laundering works. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want this scarf. And I was so mad. I was like, I'm just gonna set this aside and bring it back at the next gift exchange so it was a handmade scarf handmade scarf and another gift exchange at work i bought a can of spam and i (laughs) thought it was going to be a gag gift but man that can of spam was actually uh was actually kind of popular and now i'm worried that you've invoked a certain someone who lives in your apartment Oh, uh, no, no, I doubt that he's like the spam man. Oh okay. no! Yeah, yeah. I Did I hear about. you guys talking about spam? Uh, and now I wonder if you even jumped ahead thirty minutes. This still isn't good enough because we've not really gone to the episode very yeah. much. So maybe do forty minutes. Hey, can you back up, please? We're not talking about that anymore. So just go away. I'm the spam man. <laughs> oh God, he's spam man. Maybe we should also timestamp when the spam man is in and put that <laughs> in the notes in case people yeah. don't want to hear the spam man. And I see he's. Still hovering behind you. Yeah, he's hovering. He's gonna hover now because I summoned him. But he, is he really I, tall or does he not touch the ground? He's taller than me. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know why you have to bring that up. Because you know I'm six eight. Yeah. So. yeah. Tall, you like you heard eight. about me in the in the script. I'm six eight. So. Yeah. Um Jamal knows about my white elephant story. I wrote a sketch called White Elephant and I read it in a sketch room <laughs> and I was uh they were like, Is this how you really feel? And I was like, <laughs> I think everyone thought that I was a white supremacist because I wrote a sketch. <laughs> I wrote a sketch where everyone bought MAGA hats to hand out to people. I thought and it was the, funny. And the joke is like, oh, MAGA hat, ha, ha, ha. And at the yeah. end, they'll put them on and they all uh, do the salute Stand Hitler thing. And, and yeah. the instructor was like, is this what you want to happen? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I got the reaction. Very reaction from a group of people that maybe don't know you. Yeah. <laughs> they did not know his they humor. were they were worried it but was like the last day him. of class yeah. <laughs> that's how i left them oh, yeah. <laughs> is, this, is this what you want to happen <laughs> it's like no it's a it's a sketch didn't a sketch like that get made though oh they steal my idea i i, I could have sworn there was a sketch like that that actually got made because i was like this looks like brian's sketch <clears throat> probably 
And they just stole your idea. We know Everybody wants the freaking black truffle can. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. I don't did we intro what the quick fire is? It's a white elephant ingredient exchange yeah. that they have to pick ingredients from underneath the Christmas tree. Oh crap, I can't say that. Holiday tree. Holiday and, tree. Uh, and uh and chef repair is there as 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 a guy wearing Spoiler a red suit alert. who comes down uh, mm. your chimney and might deliver gifts depending yeah. on the holiday you celebrate. Who knows his name? No one. And also Christopher. They were like, mm-hmm. "Who is this person?" We knew mm-hmm. who he was because he was like Ho ho ho! <laughs> yeah, like, oh, he was yeah. clearly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he kept going ho ho ho. Exactly. And like Batman was like, no, H O H O H O ho ho ho. Yeah, very obvious. Yeah, yeah. Batman was so angry. I was like, about okay, it. it's it's Bear. <laughs> we all knew it. Mm. Tom threw papers over his head. He was so angry on the in the back <laughs> of the shot. Yeah. Like, God damn it! Everything's wrong. I should have been Santa Claus. Did you guys see when they were cooking the quick fire that Marcel had eggs cooking on his bottom shelf? And he like, yeah, what was that like all about? Thing? Did they have burners underneath that or something? How, how did that? I don't know how like, that worked. Like it was like you they they had him cooking it, pan down, and there was yeah. like two like skillets with like cooked eggs beneath them, and I was like, just what's like, happening here? Were they just eggs. super hot? And Maybe. then he like took the pans off the burner and just put them down on stainless steel, so they were like still conducting. Yeah, heat. it was still like working. Maybe. That was really weird. Yeah. And that fucked me up for the rest of the episode because I was like, <laughs> what happened? Here's something that bothered me about that as well. I don't like food getting close to the ground. Yeah. So that made me feel like something could have fallen in there. I don't I want food to be waist high or higher yeah. when you're cooking it. Waist <laughs> level or higher. I don't if it want goes food, below the waist. If it goes below kneecaps, I, I don't, I don't want, want that food. The food that was down. I don't want your ankle food. No. no. You can put it in so. a drawer. If it's yeah. higher than your waist, go ahead. Put it in a drawer. Yeah, but below if you can that, hold it, you know. if you can hold it above your head, that's ideal for me. That's if you can provide it I mean, above your that's head. That's the cleanest that's food. That's, that's what the I want. Cleanest food, and and above most people's head is just waist level for CJ. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, CJ and his nutcracker, <laughs> and very fitting for him. Remember, <laughs> he had cancer. Very funny. So many jokes about that. Also, uh, Josie loses, can't find a can opener, and yep. they zoom in on one that she couldn't find. <laughs> I cannot mean. believe that that there's no one who could have like pointed like it's yeah. right here, like yeah, it's no right one. here. You're telling me that the camera crew is like oh, we can't interfere with the animals. Yeah, it's the same reason <laughs> while, that you let we're... things die when you're National Geographic. Yeah, yeah. Is it let yeah this is the, this is the exact same thing. You're right. And yeah. in a way, it did because when she told Padma that, Padma went, "What?" She was so <laughs> angry about <laughs> she it. Was. What? what? Are you talking about? I was told to be truffles. Yeah. No, she got no. Where are the truffles? So pissed. Yeah. So Marcel, Betty, and CJ were the favorites of the of the quick fire, and then CJ wins with his shrimp dish. Good for you, CJ. You finally won something. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the elimination, they had to make three courses for nine uh, different diners, and they had to serve them all at the same time. So it was like this big holiday. Just so much food. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. A lot of food. I want to know what they did with the food that wasn't served. That's the best part of this episode. Like. What they do with trays the food and trays served. of food? They were yeah. like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And they're like, "I have eight hundred pieces of food." And they're like, "Fuck off!" Yeah. Because it's crazy. Because the thing was, if you they they pick you, everyone serves at the same time, and then they eliminate two judges each course. And so it's like you have to make your next course and then come out, and they go, "Yeah, hey, we don't. You're you're out. Your first course sucks." So yeah. it's like they literally were walking back in the kitchen with trays full of food. Yeah, and it's like. What did they do with all that food? I it did give us the wonderful moment of showing Steven. Steven gets eliminated first with San Diego. So we'll hear that maybe. But he is holding a tray of food <laughs> and huge. has such a sad look on his face when he's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. they basically are like, get out of here. And he's like, yeah. okay, happy holidays. <laughs> 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 he's gonna be in the parking lot for them later. Yeah. He's definitely yeah. gonna like murder them. Because Steven, in Steven's mind, he's like, I paired so many wines with mm-hmm. all these courses, and now I can't serve them. Yeah. What a waste. So they go shopping at Whole Foods, and for the first time in this show, this this shopping at Whole Foods feels more like a paid live commercial It was Whole a plant. Foods. It was definitely a like was. It, like, the way they're selling, like, you know, usually we have to fight and scrap to get some stuff. 
at the meat counter, but this Whole Foods just had such a huge collection of fresh meats available. I was like, what is this? Is this a yeah. commercial? The produce was amazing. The produce was amazing at Whole Foods. There was one thing that was gross, though. I don't know what it was called, but Trey wanted some, and then yeah. Stephen took all of them, and he was like, good, those are gross anyway. Yeah, he was like, these root. are too green. Celery root. Ready. Which, maybe that's why Trey didn't win. So is celery yeah. root just celery that people call celery root? Like, beetroot is just beets? I mean, it is. It, so, it's celery, but it's like the root of the celery. You know? But what is the root, like the bottom part of the celery? Mm-hmm. The part underground. Uh, yeah. But when people say beetroot, they mean the beet itself, right? So when they say beetroot, they mean the part of the beet that is the root. No, they mean the the route in which the beet oh, would take. Oh, the route that it would take. Okay. Beet route. Beet route. Beet route. Celery route. There were yucky celery routes there. He didn't want them. Good. He didn't, he want, didn't them. want them. Um, so they get back. Goose. CJ bought a goose. Yeah, CJ, he's like, let me look at that goose. CJ cooked. It's a good goose. CJ cooked his goose. He was, mm-hmm. CJ was doing that thing where you like don't you just like pretend like you know what this is. Yeah, this is a good goose. Yeah, he just grabbed it and looked at it. And he's like, huh, De Niro. Nice. It's a good goose. It's a good goose. This, this goose. This I goose. This goose. Two arms, two legs. Goose. Let's go. <laughs> Wait, Wait, the goose goes. has two arms. <laughs> two arms, two legs. Let's go. Two arms, two legs. Good goose. That's a that's person. A goose. Yeah. That's a good goose. There's a good goose. The oh, goose. Good, good goose. Hey, where's the good goose? Where's the goose? So they get back, and Tom comes out, and they play the military music, which I enjoyed. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Hey, how's it going? Chef, long time to see. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. What have you been up to? I'm just working on my restaurant project. I've actually been okay. out of the kitchen completely uh, since really? I saw you last at the All Star okay. Challenge. So. Uh, it was a little, little rusty, but uh, you know, things. It's like riding a bike. Sure, sure, cool. So, what, what are you preparing? Um, right now, I'm actually working on the third course. Okay. If, if I make it that far, um, so hopefully, will. And what are you doing for the first? <laughs> Guy's not going to make it far. <laughs> no confidence. So, Tom came in and asked him, "What are you up to?" And he said. <laughs> Well, I'm not cooking right now. I'm doing a restaurant. <laughs> He's like, like, no, you asshole. Right I'm now in the kitchen. Right now. What are you doing? I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't give a shit what you're doing. And then I think Tom made up for that because Winston talks to Tiffany. He's like, Hey, you are open up a restaurant, right? Because <laughs> he's like, Maybe I should be having some small talk with you. I gotta be specific. What are you yeah. doing at this very moment in this restaurant? Yeah. Uh, I guess I gotta catch up with all these people. I'm really only interested in what they're cooking right now. Yeah. It's my job. Everyone seemed excited to see Tom. Hey, Tom, how's it going? Yeah. What did CJ keep calling him? He kept being weird with him. He kept being like, bro. He kept calling him bro or something like that. He kept being like, yeah, bro. He was calling him bald, bro. Bald, bald bro. bro. Yeah. Yeah. So Tom wants that traditional holiday food. He wants to see it taken up a notch. Uh, they serve the first course. And then you have 30 minutes after serving the first course to get your second course ready, which is like no time at all. I mean, that's an episode of uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm. With the commercials. With the commercials. Um, so, and I don't know if I want to say this joke. This should be cut, I think. Stephen uh, went with a pasta dish in the first one, and he did it all for the gnocchi. Keep it in. We can keep, keep it in, in though. We keep it in. All right. Yeah. Steven did it all for the no keep and he still got um, kicked out because it was bad. Yeah. Well, it's because he's not Superman. He needs to be it. making his restaurant at home and not here cooking. So he can't do it all. Now that you say that, let's listen to that. Of course. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you, Chef. Appreciate it. Happy holidays, everyone. <laughs> Delicate to put down my second course. I am disappointed that you don't want to not serve everything that you've created, especially the dish that I have in my hand right now is a really awesome dish. I think this competition over the holidays here in Chicago is a reality check for me. I think I'm really starting to understand that, you know, I'm, I'm not Superman and I can't be doing everything at once. If I'm building a restaurant, I'm not in the kitchen, but I'm now more coming to what my dreams have been for myself, a restaurateur. Mm. And he, yeah, mm. when I think of Superman, I think it's like Superman cooks and he also runs the restaurant. Yeah, and that's his superpower: multitasking. Because yeah. yep. he can literally go that fast around the restaurant. Yeah, he can do everything. He can do it all. And it's like Stephen. Yes, you're a great actor. Yes, eventually yes. you're going to win a lot of Golden Globes. But right now, no, you have to no. wear one hat, and it's yeah. guy who runs restaurant. 
People forget that Superman can literally run faster than um, Flash. So, like, yeah. you see the Flash using Cannon. Speed Force and, like, slowing mm-hmm. down time. Superman literally can do that mm-hmm. and, and faster. And people also forget that the S doesn't stand for super. Nope. Mm-mm. Sous-chef. Yeah. <laughs> Sous-chef. Because he's always... It's like the whole white belt mentality thing. Yeah. He's always learning... He's all. Yep. He's always a student. He's he never doesn't ever think he's t- above it. He doesn't ever think he's above mm-hmm. learning something new from someone else. Yeah. So it's on to the second course. Um, Padman CJ is still flirting for whatever reason. I don't. I don't understand this. Um, I'm starting to think that's why CJ was invited back. Um, Do you guys think Sandy's dish was actually awesome? Their second dish, the second especially one? my second dish, because it's an awesome dish. No, yeah. Well, so. she was eating it when she was talking about that. She's like, "It's <laughs> so good," and you yeah. guys aren't going to get none of it. And they're like, "You well, don't actually, get to have any of this. You <laughs> yeah. don't get to have any of this." Yeah. <laughs> Josie makes oyster Rockefeller in the second round. I have no idea what that is. Josie um, was fucking up this whole episode. Yeah, she's. I like her a lot. She's so fun. She, she wears did. her hunter and sleeve. She's 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 fun. She was great. She mentions that something happens to her, and of course, we all probably Googled it. Uh, I did. Or I did at least, and yeah, it was I horrible. Did. Yeah, pretty terrible. Yeah, women are mean. So that, that's your takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she's had a tough time. So maybe it's like harder for her to focus on cooking. But she does some oysters. Does she get eliminated at that point? Second yes. round? Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to understand why I wrote this. The, did you guys write this? The woman guest I wrote this. Says, okay. Okay. Because okay. I'm like because, looking at this and like, I didn't Because write they this. are talking about Trey's mac and cheese and the white woman, special guest woman, says like something along the lines of, Mac and cheese isn't my family's holiday traditional food. And it was yeah. like, that's racist. Yeah. She no shit, white that. woman. It's not. <laughs> And now I'm racist. See what she did? Well, she also she got she she kind of called everyone in, and she they, yeah. she's like she leaned her head in to say that, and she kind of like she wanted to make sure no one. I think she thought like the camera couldn't see her. Uh, so yeah, Betty and Jezzer sent home after the second course because they both overcooked their food. Trey and Marcel are served basically the same dish, and I just gotta say, visually, just looking at Trey's dish, it I want to eat those lamb chops that are like. Were they Parmesan crusted lamb chops? So, yeah. Way more than I want that big, huge lamb chunk that uh, Marcel made. And he was like, purposefully didn't sear them. Like, get the hell out of here. You you sear lamb. You right? always sear it. What was he playing at? I think what he was, was he trying doing? to do something that wasn't him. Marcel, yeah. just do yourself. Do all yeah, the weird science bullshit. Yeah. Make a foam. Big ups uh, to the producers, for the, the editors on this, to have, like, to show the clip of Marcel explaining how he likes to cook his lamb. Before the judges are like, this is not how you cook a lamb. Yeah. And so when he gets eliminated, he's like, oh, okay. Like, he's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really did him dirty. Yeah. <laughs> it made him look like quite an idiot, which leads me to believe, you know, along with all the whole things of him being physically abused in front of everyone, that I, I, no one at Top Chef really likes Marcel. Yeah. He also was like, I'm just happy to be back. It's all behind. It's just like. What the fuck? You had the worst time on Top Chef of all time. Yeah. And you're like, happy to be back. Yeah. Happy so, to make that 20K, which another thing they say a million times. They really want you to know how yeah. much they're going to get. Which is really like. Could really use that $20,000. CJ especially. Yeah, uh, CJ, I think CJ was like really said twenty thousand dollars. I think CJ was going through a tough time because he was yeah, like, really, he, was, he like, was. I really need that twenty thousand. He's like, I'm in with some bad people right yeah. now. And they need my money. They're gonna break um, my thumbs. So the finale is down to Trey and Tiffany, and Tiffany's butterscotch pudding put her in the finale. So they have to make one more dish. So that's the surprise ending. They're like, oh, go fucking with the food that's back there. Go make an extra course. And it's like, what? That's yeah. crazy. Tiffany fucking that's hated dumb. this so. Yeah, she was so like, why much. did I come here? She was yeah. so angry. Was and like, then Pavan trying to like playfully, Pavan tries to play. be like, "What are you waiting for? Go start!" Yeah. She was and yeah. like, <laughs> "Fuck you!" Yeah, yeah. she's like, "I'm being so funny." 
Yeah. yeah. Look, we tricked you guys again. He, he, yeah. Dance for the money, monkey. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was holding the check yeah. up and kind of waving it in front of me. She's like, make me another dish. Yeah. I'm still so, hungry. <laughs> I need more food. CJ breaks <laughs> through the room. He's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll make you as many dishes <laughs> as you want. I'll make you whatever you want. I'm, in, I'm down bad. Please. Please, God. <laughs> so the chefs are in their back. <laughs> they went to my daughter's school. <laughs> I only know how to cook competitively. That's the only way I can make money. I only, I only know how to cook competitively and gamble on the horsies, which I'm bad at. <laughs> I'm sorry. What did you say? Uh, yeah, I'm tall. Thank you. And this is before Squid Games, so I can't do it that way. Yeah. So... Uh, the chefs go in the back and they get help from the chefs who are eliminated but still had to be in the back and they were like nibbling on food and then they had to see what Put that shit down. Yeah, yeah, put that shit down. <laughs> I need that shit. What do you have? Tell me what you have. And they, they split up and Stephen, uh, Trey asked Stephen, I mean, this is a big deal and Stephen doesn't understand this. When a black, when a bald guy asks <laughs> you for help and you turn him down, you've now closed the door forever. Not just for that bald guy, but Pretty much all bald guys. Because I, I saw that he, and I said, Stephen, don't fumble this. When a bald guy asks you, he's like, hey, come come in. Come, I'm, I'm bringing you in. And you pass him up, it's over. Yeah. And I think Stephen knew because he, yeah. he came by later. And he was like, hey, I mean, I just, Tiffany had already <laughs> asked me. I really didn't want, I don't even yeah. like Tiffany. I really, really wanted to hang out with you. Yeah. And Trey is just like looking down. He just kind of shrugged his shoulders and shook his head. Yeah. I don't know. Trey was like, yeah, I mean, I asked you. So <laughs> That's it, man. I wanted you to help. So uh, let's listen to this transition to Top Chef when they go to the judges' table. Happy holidays to all of you, and thank you for joining us. Who's going home packing $20,000? <laughs> <laughs> that was very Harry Potter-esque. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Top chef, they got to cook so much and eat yeah. all the food today. <laughs> it sounds like music that you would play under like uh, evil people's smiles getting progressively bigger and bigger. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's like bigger than the yeah. whole head. Da, 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 da. The Grinch. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Grinch thought song. So uh, Tiffany's dish wins. Let's listen. Congratulations. You are the winner. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Tiffany wins this. uh, She finally won something in Top Chef. Uh, It just took, you know, all the other winners of Top Chef not to be here. Um, Congratulations, Tiffany. Um, You're still a fan favorite. Can I just say that I don't think Trey lost because he did get a bunch of books. So yeah. many books. They were all a signed too. Of books. Yes, so autographed. Many books. They were autograph yes. books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you know signed. what? Knowledge. You can't put a price tag on knowledge. Mm-mm. I mean, colleges and universities try to, but you can't do it. Yeah. You definitely can't put a price tag on signed memorabilia. And it's priceless too. Knowledge is priceless. You know what you can't do with knowledge? Sell it. Put a price. Yep. Sell can't it. sell it. Uh-uh. Can't sell knowledge. Mm-mm. You can't. You know. You know what? You can't tax knowledge either. Mm. Mm. Get, mm-hmm. The government can't get their greedy hands on knowledge. Yeah, yeah they tried. Uncle Sam tries. He's going to put his hand in your pocket. He's like, give me that knowledge. Give me 10% of that knowledge. Like, mm-hmm. Get your hand out of my pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He comes sneaking All right. So that, that was the episode. It's time give me for... Knowledge. Uh, give, me knowledge. give me knowledge. It's time for the ending bits that we like to do. And the first one is called Brian Jackson in Action, where Brian tells us a moment of time in the last week where he was in action. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, got a flu shot yesterday. All right. Oh, is that it? Yes. All right. And one more closing segment, which is brand new. 
that we discussed ahead of time. So Reeves is ready. Mm. This is called a rebellious act from Reeves. This is where Reeves tells us about an act in the past week that was kind of a little sneaky rebellious. I had two LaCroix today. Wow. And take that. Yep. Big soda. Big soda in your fucking face. All right. Well, that's it for well, us. No, so we do have a third ending thing, uh, and this is also planned. It's very planned. So Jamal knows this one. And it's called Jamal's Having a Ball. And it's uh, a time in the past week that Jamal had a good time. Jamal? Um, there's A lot of Halo news has been coming out, so I've just been loving all the um, – videos i can watch on the new halo game that's going up you know that's an aspect of your life that we haven't touched on this podcast that you yep, are we're not going halo to so thank you for joining us God. here on uh <laughs> season four episode 18 pod chef until next time we're gonna pick on our going home packing $20,000.